Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Your spring is about to get a whole lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power for mowing, trimming, and blowing with the RYOBI 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime and blower power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get the cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the RYOBI 18-volt OnePlus system only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's right, because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with a perfectly steamed towel all while your favorite sports play on the tv you can want it all and have it all at sport clips it's a game changer let's talk about loot crate uh what the heck is loot crate i'm gonna tell you it is a cool monthly subscription service where you get a box full of sort of of the coolest shit you could possibly get. I'm talking like t-shirts, action figures, comics, stuff for your kitchen, basically a wide range of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else. And you have stuff from like real franchises. This is stuff that is actually manufactured. This is not like second tier. It's not like Mighty Morkin Power Lieutenants. This is like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And it's not like Larry Chotter. It's a real Harry Potter. I mean, they got Harry Potter, Marvel Comics, Fallout 4, Star Wars, everything. For 20 bucks a month, you get this cool box full of nerdy shit. I love Loot Crate, um, even though they never even sent me a sample box. I don't even, I had to do it myself. I had to pay my own money. But this is for the geeks and the gamers out there and for the pop culture nerds just like me. For 20 bucks a month, you get 68 items, including licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And then when it's done, it's over, okay? You can't get it anymore. That is it. So make sure you head over to lootcrate.com slash bonkers and enter the code bonkers, B-O-N-K-E-R-S, to save 10% off any new subscription. Get your nerd on. It's like a less believable live-action Ratatouille. We saw Simply Irresistible, so you know what that means. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am your host, Paul Shear, joined, as always, by June Diane Rayfield. How are you, June? I'm great. How are you, Paul? I am very good. Thank you for asking. 
and Jason Manzukis. Jason, how are you? How are you, Paul? I'm great. Hooray! <laughs> that is the energy that I love to hear oh, at the top of the episode. I'm full of whole food sushi, and I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Boom! Um, we have a very special guest for a very special movie. He is a How Did This Get Made all-star. That means because he's been in another episode. You might remember him from Crank 2. He just released a brand new book, which is hysterical. It's uh, his own biography called Kanye West Owes Me $300. Please Please welcome Jensen Carp. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, Thanks for Jensen. having me back on. I'm very excited. Of course. We were talking before you got on the air that yeah. you've gone from Crank 2 to this. I would say on the spectrum of film, yeah. this really... You've really covered it. I'm, yeah. the, I, I'm technically the bookends of how did this get made? Really? I've hit, I feel like I've hit both sides. I've hit the best the, movie, the and now alpha, I'm going to argue yeah. I'm up there for the worst. <laughs> the alpha and the omega. Yes, yes. Well, this is an interesting movie. Sarah Michelle Gellar, oh 1999, at the height of her buffiness between Ugh. season four and season five of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I saw this movie in the theater by myself. That's how what? much of a Buffy fan I was. I was a Buffy fan, but I did not go see this in the movie by my in the you theaters by got myself. To your cast members when they make that breakout. Oh, I get it. Amelia Clark, Terminator Genesis. I was there. I'm supporting these people. <laughs> I want these... them to become successful. You should have been government tagged for seeing this in the theater alone. <laughs> it was um, it was a disappointment. <laughs> uh, it was a disappointment. You, you, even then you knew it, 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 it didn't pass muster? No, yeah, mustard? I wasn't. Uh, I, yeah, it. what is it? Is it mustard? No, it's mustard. It's mustard. It's mustard. Yeah. No, no it's, it's mustard. mustard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, no. Uh, no, I, I, um, I was disappointed by this movie. But like in the game Clue. It was Colonel Muster. <laughs> it didn't pass in the study. <laughs> I thought it came from Clue. It didn't pass Mustard. So like he was like, I caught you. I I know what's going on. You're not getting past me, <laughs> the Colonel smartest, Mustard. The, the the smartest man in the game of Clue. Um, so I remember seeing this, being such a Buffy fan, and and I think uh, I feel the feeling that I have is different now with with uh, 16 years in between. Uh, is that really? It's 16 years since? Wow. Yeah, 1999. 16 years since this film? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it didn't feel that way at all. Oh, but by the way, <laughs> it felt, she, felt she, like yesterday's tragedy. It did. Yeah, and yeah. she also looks identical. Oh, I mean, yeah. For someone who has not aged, she looks amazing. She has amazing. not aged. Yeah, no, she looks she's amazing. in the Freddy For someone Prince, who has yeah. not aged, she, she has, has not, not aged. Yes. At all. <laughs> Um, well, but it's interesting. It's very. I mean, it's so. It's so. It's 1999. Yes. This movie was made pre nine. You say pre nine eleven. Well, <laughs> there's something so 90s about like that hair color. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. doesn't exist in the natural world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That red. That, like, that's be- like, that, like that's yep. not a color. Totally. Well, to, like it's a bronzy red. It, yes, it's very like brash. Yes. Just you to know, put it in like brassy. Yes. Brassy. That's You're thinking it's like it's like looking for, and then um, it looks like, like a, a little bit clip. It looks a little bit like a L'Oreal commercial. Like this, the whole the whole color palette of the entire thing looks like. I don't know. It just feels like sheer L'Oreal yeah, commercials aficionado. Guys, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. June, go home. Check his browser history. <laughs> yeah, where, it is wall-to-wall like, L'Oreal oh commercials. Like, I think that's very generous. I'm not even sure what that aesthetic really? is. What is that? Yeah. Aesthetic? I think it's like it's this very like. I don't know. I remember. I See, I feel like it's like a, like a real Garnier Fructis commercial. And I think it's real champagne commercial. <laughs> At times it feels like it's selling the alcohol almost throughout the whole film. It does have a little champagne element to it. By the way, if you did check my browser history, uh, you would be sad to know that the last seven things I Googled were every season of the Cosby Show theme song, and I watched them all back to back because each year they changed, they, and it's really uh, they really They add fun. dances, yeah. Well, the song also takes on like sometimes oh, a Latin flair, sometimes a <laughs> 1940s flair. It's 
It's, yeah. it's well, the 1940s the year they dress them up. They wear like tuxedos, yes. Yes. but they also dress that. up in other years too. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. I love what? those dance sequences. They were great. I love them. And that's the one where Rudy, like she, she was yeah. great. She was Tempest Bledsoe. I, I'm, I've created a thing that she didn't really want to dance, and that's a runner throughout all of them. So she's. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm the dance. One that oh, she's too dance. cool for the room. That right. is it. She's and too then, cool for the room. And then Keisha Knight Pullman, as it gets later, is embarrassed to dance as she was when she wasn't as a child. So you get to see a lot in these. You love uh, the growth. This <laughs> is, <laughs> this is worrisome. Yeah, Everything you've just <laughs> described uh, is concerning. Yeah. It was. I just said it hankering. To- <laughs> to, to just dig into those Cosby openings. You're Cosby intro historian. Yes, uh, and it was they were all great. Um, to give you a little context, 1999, uh, the top three films that year, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Best yeah. movie ever made. Amazing. <laughs> uh, the Sixth satisfying, Sense. A satisfying return to the Star Wars <laughs> universe. Not until J.J. messed it oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the closure I needed. I didn't I, need any more. I openly wept at Phantom Menace <laughs> on my birthday when I went to see it. Wait, Wait in really? sadness yes. or an irony in of hating sadness. It? Of oh. hating it or I, of the film? Of hating, of being oh. so crushed. Oh, man. So crushed at how bad it was. I, like, cried. Was it a like, birthday oh. party? You and No, it was, like, me and my girlfriend. Okay. It was a bummer. Time. I had to see it twice before I could admit it to myself. Or actually, three times before I could admit it to myself. Just like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Alone in a theater being like, this is pretty good. <laughs> um, this movie is a kind of a, a, a perfect bizarre movie it's bizarre oh yeah so crazy oh man it really and it has that thing it has the it has all of the pieces of a movie from this time like a little bit of like a rom-com a little bit of a magical realism a little bit of like all uh, all a New York City kind of like Sex and the City exists at this point right no 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 was was Sex and the City pre-9-11 yes yeah, then it had to. Wait, so, yes. wait, so wait, hold on. Carrie Bradshaw, like, Carrie Bradshaw was in New York. Oh, I guess it was 18. That's 1998. Yeah, I guess it was around. Yeah. I think was it there was. there a Sex in the City 9-11 episode? No. Ooh, I don't know. There should I be, know, right? I doubt New it. York, well, because New York is the fifth it's girl. It's the fifth girl. <laughs> I was going to get you to it. <laughs> I beat you. Uh, yeah, no, it was the fifth girl. So clearly it had to have faced 1998 its own. 1998 to 2004, Sex in the City. Oh. So Hot in the second season, yeah. uh, and then the there's just a, and, and oh, and like so dense with like the best character actors of this whole era. Oh, Christopher so Durang is in this movie, yeah. who's like a playwright, yeah, like amazing, amazing playwright. playwright. They're all workhorses in this film. Yeah. These are all like yeah. people you hire when These you need an actor York. actress. Oh, yeah. Patty Clarkson is one of my all time uh, favorite like movie fantastic. crushes. And she's she good in this. So good and, and so, so foxy. Good. Yeah, and she is so foxy. When she gets all horny on Eclairs. I'm like, get yeah. into my bed. I'm not sure there's ever get into my yeah. belly. There's get into my hotter. belly. I'm fat bastard from the Austin Powers movies. I, I, want, to, I want to consume you, Patty Clarkson. Hear uh, me. What would that even mean? Get in my belly. I like to imagine her having sex that's with how him. I, that's how I seduce women. I do fat bastard. I'm like, get in my belly. It, uh... <laughs> I, I don't know why it's not working. I am I'm still <laughs> single. I would not change it. <laughs> it know? sounds like an aphrodisiac. I would, I would. I'd keep doing it. This whole movie is rotten with um, like like unearned sensuality. Oh, oh, four, five, 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 forty percent. Hold on. Four, four, I can't hold this in. 
40 40 percent of the movie is people fucking oh my horny. God. Like forty percent of the movie. Just I can't. I can't. Because there's so much sexuality in this movie for no reason. But I also said for, it's, it's, for no reason. For but no it's reason. Positioned as sexuality, but it's not even it's like innuendo like, or anything. Like, no, it's like your aunt telling you what sex is. Yes. Like that's what it is every time someone like when they depends. talk about getting a boner. Depends. Is my aunt Patty Clarkson? <laughs> Get in my belly. <laughs> it's like, but it is. It's like it's like an acting exercise. Like your acting teacher's like. You're going to seduce the person you're yeah. ordering deli meats from. It's like a half pound of salami. Oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like that's everything. Oh, yeah. is like, like the runner that is that like, um, have you ever thought, what did she say? Have you ever thought about how many words there are for delicious? Oh, yeah. And then she's like, like savory, sweet. Well, by the way, Ugh. though, I think that's a problem in general with food movies. Like, yeah. I don't love food movies because I feel like there's a <laughs> can lot Can you please, can you please give me a little bit of, <laughs> what else is a food movie? A f- I mean, Big Night so is a food many. movie. What's that? Chef, Night. Chef with John Favreau. <laughs> I have never seen that one, actually, but I feel like the response I have is like, I'm not eating Babette's that feast. food. And I can't join in on yep. what this experience is. And, and there, well, obviously is there's a, a suspension of disbelief with everything in movies. But for some reason, that one is so... Personal. Like, yeah, yeah, it's so personal. Because it feels like that, they're teasing you. It's like, look at this delicious meal that you won't eat. And I also feel like a lot of times what happens is the actors have to show us how good the food you is. You have to portray what taste is like. Yes. It's one thing to show like the other senses in a way. I guess olfactory smell would be very difficult as well, but you know, never. But like taste is a very sensual is, thing yeah, and this it is, is a o- very personal thing. This is over the top. Well, that's the like, thing is when people try and rep- represent it, I feel like they represent it enormously. Enormously. Yeah. It's never done in a way where I'm like, oh, I would love to either taste that or I've never been I've never seen a movie and wanted to eat the food. No, they're like sure. they're like a second away from fucking a sandwich in this movie. Yeah. Like they, literally, there's people much. who get real turned on just oh, by eating. People get horny constantly. People weep openly. But, but yeah. the but the food and and that's what makes this movie worse is because it's all heightened. It's we like, should explain yeah. what this movie okay, is. So We've okay. done. Someone take a stab yes. at the plot. No, yes. Well, yes, that, yeah. So basically, this movie and I'll, and by the way, I was shocked at the end when there shocked. was no explanation of oh. why any of this had no, happened. No. no. Well, here's the idea that Sarah Michelle Gellar's mom had passed away. She'd been owned this restaurant for 70 years. and, and Not a bad run, by the way. Not a bad run. Yeah. with that number. Oh, 70 years is uh, quite high. And it doesn't seem like Sarah Michelle Gellar ever learned how to cook, nor had any interest in cooking. Nope. No. Because she's at the age where she should have been apprenticing a lot. By the way, I'm sorry, I want to hear all of this. No. But that was a big problem I had with her introduction because she's introduced as a frustrated chef who has no inspiration and she doesn't understand why her food doesn't taste good. Wait, is that what it is? Yes. I didn't yes. get that. Her she, food is bad. Her I, food I, is I got, bad. Yeah. I didn't get that she didn't have any inspiration. No, she can't even, she can't fill the shoes of her mother at okay. all. That That's seems to be the idea, real crux. Yeah. what I agree with you on is there's no... There's no like, oh, let me look at a recipe or see if I can't take a class or there's no move to try to get better. Because she like even goes to get her mom's recipes, which seem to be hidden away. And you would think like, well, I'm running the restaurant. Shouldn't I just... Put them Put down, down here in the here. kitchen, yeah. yeah. Or and bring it home and read it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah just work on it on some. Or hire another chef. Yeah. And that by is, the way. That is a weird out at any point that they could do, which hire is just hire someone, someone else. else. Yeah. And, and and so she meets up with a low-rent Dan Aykroyd uh, yeah. who who gives her a, a bin of crabs. She's One, at the farmer's market. Yes. Oh. At Union uh, Square. Yeah, in yeah. New York City. And She's I, in New York City, the Big Apple. Another, guys. it's the fifth girl in this movie. Yeah, well, we will never see New York City again, really. I mean, because it is just. 
we will enormous see studio. Henry Bendel and yeah. a set. Yeah, on everything a lot is and, in a set. Yes, and no one is around anywhere ever. Never. No. Like even in that farmers market, it's empty. Yep. When they're on the street, no, it's there empty. are more extras in the boy next door than there are in this movie. <laughs> and even the it takes a page from the Avengers, which we did a couple movies ago. It's just like, oh, we'll save money. Yeah. You don't have to show anyone else existing. Yeah. Um, except for one extra that June found, which we'll talk about later. But <laughs> one of my favorite things in the movie starts off with, like, this old man. It's a trope of these movies where he's like, hey, whatever her character's name. <laughs> he's like, name, maybe. Like, he's like, good to see Amanda, you. Amanda. Yeah. Yeah, good to see you. And he throws Gina a Ryan. tomato. And he, like, throws a tomato or whatever at her. Oh, but wow. the way that he tosses it, it's she's so far. Yeah. It, it it just didn't seem, it seemed to me like, wait until she gets a little bit closer. And by the way, that's right off the bat. We, it, there, yeah. there was a physics issue in the first 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. throwing a tomato at Sarah Michelle Gellar as she walks across the parking lot. And yeah. everybody knows that her restaurant is closing, except for her. Everyone. For her. Everyone except the other. Just another random booth. She seems unaware of the fact that her restaurant is closing, even though she knows that nobody comes ever. Yeah. yeah. And the people There are that, three customers. There are three regulars who do not like the food. Yeah. But are there because they feel obligated to her mother. To her mother, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a weird thing, too, because, well, anyway, Dan Aykroyd is a genie or some sort of <laughs> super fake, fake but dressed like Car- He's yeah. dressed like Carmen Sandiego, though. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing a, a big fedora, and he gives her a box of peaky toe crabs right. in which th- there's no instructions to. It's just like, here, have some crabs. But then he charges her, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not even like that magical, because magical you'd usually get for free. But he didn't like say, like, Make a this. Well, first she's like, I don't want him, walks away, and then he uh, approaches her again. From the, like side, from the other side. From the yeah. other Here's, side. Yeah. Then he makes sure she gets them, and then, like, they get away, and she has to, like, go under a table. Well, I think what happened is that his spirit jumped into one of those crafts. That guy? Whoa. Carmen Sandiego? Hang on Wait, Wait hold on. But he keeps June, moving. Carmen Sandiego keeps moving, Wait, though. What are you saying? <laughs> What I thought happened the rest of the movie, because there's the crab will play a very important role. Very. The crab will essentially be her muse. I mean, it's the ratatouille. It is the rat controlling her. I mean, not controlling her, but... It's so the, you giving think her power. It's Patrick crab, Swayze and Ghost. You think the crab yeah. is that guy? Yes. No, but then, but the I guy, like but this point. I like Ooh, it too, but yes. the guy continues to function even once, once the crab... No, that, that guy shows up again. He, as a cab Well, he driver. does, but that's one. But then I'm also going to say, even in that scene, doesn't he continue to, to thrive as a human being? He doesn't just fall into clothing. Like, he doesn't... Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of it too literally, I think. I think that, like... He is a magical person who is also oh, part see, crab. So he can take on, he's like the yeah. lobster? He can take on anything? Maybe. Oh. I think he is the, um, I think he is like the human who delivers That's the, what I think. The, like the guy that takes care of the well, vampire. The guy that takes well, he, care of the he's vampire human form. let the yes. right one in. He's human form. Oh, he's not a human. About, no, he's human form. He's, he's human, human form. I'm with you, right Mentor. I don't f- think you can deny, though, that there were certainly certain like personality <laughs> traits of the crab that were the same <laughs> as that wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait please wait, continue. Yeah. I don't know. Keep going. The crab, by the way, just FYI, does not speak, does not move, just sits on a shelf. Doesn't the crab say it's your food at one point? No. No. No? Oh, sorry. <laughs> In your reboot, it does. Sorry, I missed. I I wasn't maybe so paying the enough crab attention. Crab has eyes that are not like real. They're like right? bubbly, bugly eyes, like bugly yeah, eyes. But, yeah, but like crabs don't really have eyes. Like no, that. I don't think. so. I think it's yeah. a little bit like a, it's an animatronic crab, and I think they kind of amped up the features a bit. Oh, why would you guys think? But why would you think out he of can, Rick Baker's studio? <laughs> this is not. This is like Jeff Baker. It's like his cousin. <laughs> Wait, why? Why do you think that he can split his personality into both himself and the crab at one point? I think you guys well, are thinking of it too literally. <laughs> well, truly, the crab is probably, and this guy is probably her mom. 
mom. That's what I okay. Yes. So oh. I think, no, I think guy, the spirit the crab, in the crab is the spirit it. of her mom. That's what I think. No, and the I man agree, is just the delivery all... system. I don't know. The, the man, like a fairy godmother. He's the postmates. Yeah, he's the postmates. He brings her the that, that, and that's her mother's spirit in the crab. But why wouldn't the mom at the end go? Like, she does. That's what I she kept waiting does. for. You have she, a little moment of no, top hat. Mom, no, but the th- crab's wearing a top hat. Yeah, does that mean the crab is a man? Yes. The crab is definitely that, a man. That, oh, see, I thought the crab was the, the, so the spirit I. of her mother. Her mother. Until it had top hats but, on it, But it's got a top, top hat on, which makes me... The crab is a, a male crab, but it, it is also the spirit of her <laughs> why, mother. Why do you think a crab can't... As is the Dan Aykroyd character. Why do you think a, a woman can't wear a top hat? This seems extremely... No, like, no. I just think it's like... I think the crab is whoa. personified as a man. I, like, it I, is, for I sure. Think it like, so the mother has nothing to do with the spirits? No, the, maybe the, the mother, mother is the, the earrings. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, the earrings. Well, yes, she is also. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm genuinely like that's what I kept feeling like was going to be explained at the end of the movie, and, how and long it ago never did the was. Mo- how long ago did the mom die? Because it felt like seventy years ago. Wow! <laughs> so she opened the restaurant and had a heart attack on day one. Survived for seventy years. Though. Um, that was a pretty successful. I also yeah. want to know why this restaurant's called Southern Charm or Southern, Southern Cross, Cross, which I brought Southern up is not a good. It doesn't evoke a nice image. A Southern Cross to me, and forgive me for people who live in the South. My immediate thought was like a Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, Mississippi cross. burning. Yeah, like yeah. I thought of a burning. Name cross, your like restaurant a, Mississippi burning. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't but like the, the idea. food that she's making is not southern. No, no, no. Oh, not even remotely. But not no. remotely. And they're not even from the but, south. But by no. the way, I would argue that that Dan Aykroyd character in the beginning was southernish, as is. Okay, the crab. I, I have He's a, not um, southern. He's magical. <laughs> <laughs> I have an update on Southern Cross. It, it's it's very hot in the uh, in the other world, so he has to wear like the yes. Southern Cross is a. Um, is a constellation in the oh. sky. Oh, okay, nice. So oh. I don't think it has anything to do but with the, the racism, like southern racism, okay, southern cooking, or anything okay. like that. All right, okay. I, I would assume that's good research, Jason. <clears throat> good job, thanks, um, guys. Um, so <laughs> thank you, if, thank you, everybody. <laughs> so if you, you save some people from corrections and omissions, everybody on the was like, "Oh, you fucking idiots! Oh, I'm a <laughs> I'm goddamn! The, <laughs> I'm in the fucking observatory! You fucking assholes don't but know that's anything!" Still a terrible name for a restaurant because totally misleading. Yes, it's awful. Yes. Tells you nothing about the restaurant, except that it has a little bit of like. The star, it's all in the stars. Oh. You know, there's all those those twinkly yeah, stars of, behind everybody at dinner. Why didn't you? That mural. Oh, that oh, mural is mural's awful. Well, it's a bad set. The sets are bad. The sets are the sets are the bad. sets are bad. Like they look like old sets. Wait, you know what well, set they I look did? like? Um, soap opera sets. Yeah, like, that's what it feels like. A lot of the movie like. feels like a soap opera. Do you know what I what set I didn't hate though? I thought what? the department store was pretty good. I well, do too. Oh, the, but by the way, I had a real question about the department store, which is <laughs> Henry did Bendel. they just have Henry Bendel? Did yeah. they just have that store like somehow, some way? I'm assuming, and then have to like work a movie around it. Cause oh, because it's like we have a restaurant. It's weird. It yeah. is so strange. Yeah. Shoe- that in she a little. meets a guy. Basically, she meets this guy who owns Henry Bendel. No, no he runs it. Who, no, no. What does he do? <laughs> He's <laughs> developing a the restaurant, restaurant within, within it. it. Wait, that's all Wait, he does. That's I all he does? He, like, but I thought he was like looking that at the racks. That's all and, he does. No, but when he looks at the perfume, he's like, "Hey, Jen, he, he's he a great does job. have some sort of other overseeing thing." I think his he's main, a manager, and he's given a project. Yeah, he's the only company. been there three years. He says <laughs> no because he's going to open up several other Jonathans, which is the name of that the was the thing, right? 
it seemed to me that his job was to open up restaurants within. But then who was Dylan? No, you see, no, you see. To me, it was like <laughs> Dylan Baker was like Dylan Baker was the restaurant the mastermind. Deal. Yeah, he's the and big he was deal. like, we're gonna bring Dylan Baker's like, we're gonna open a restaurant and Henry and Henry Bendel. I'm gonna hire this big French right. chef and Marcus. I know that you normally are doing like underwear and shoes. Wait, Marcus is our uh, guy. No, I'm just calling him Marcus. Uh, oh, that does seem uh, that does Tom. seem a bit ethnic. Tom, like, yeah. Tom. I was like, like, who's Marcus? <laughs> it's like Tom. Hey, I know you got to normally you go you work in sh- you know you're overseeing shoes and lingerie, but you're also going to oversee this restaurant because Tom yeah. also was like, hey, this is my shoe guy. Here's a he knew yeah. everybody he knew on everyone. staff. That is true. Yeah, I thought he's involved. Yeah. Also, he should also trademark his dating app. Oh my uh, god! Three dates and you're done. I mean, just that entire system he has in his office where he can okay. tell you strategically where women become disinterested. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting yeah. thing because this man is set up like the villain in in a in a romantic comedy. Yeah. At like, first, you hate him. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to see her with him because he literally has. I didn't feel that way. Wait, really? Even when Amanda no. Pete, even when Amanda Pete, when given a truth serum through food, says you treat me like garbage. Uh, no, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> June, June, did you have the hots for Sean no, Patrick Flannery? I, th- I think he's a great looking guy. I'm not going <laughs> to really? deny it. Oh, who, yeah. is, who is he? Yeah. He no played idea. young Indiana Jones. Oh, cool. Okay. I remember yeah. that. All okay, right. got it. All right. Yeah. I didn't hate him. No. He is like a fake Craig Bierko, though. There were times where I assumed he was. Baby Bierks? Baby Bierks. He was, uh, <laughs> you know, he was very big uh, in the, and I think in the 80s yep. and 90s. Okay. And, I, 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 I did not care for him. Interesting. I couldn't. I felt I, the same I, way. In the same way that I was like, oh, and I guess maybe this was, because one of the things that I kept having to trub- trouble with in this movie was there are no obstacles for them to yeah, be, not to them, for them to not be together. Once they have their meat cute, you know, in the, in the farmer's market. His, yeah. yeah. Wait, is he powder? I call it a crab cute. Wait, is he powder? It's yes. really like a crotch cute. Powder. He is. Because she meets him like at crotch level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crotch cute. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's powder. Yeah, he's okay. should address that. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah, he's, he's powder. powder. He's powder. He's yeah. powder. It's terrible. But wait, yeah. so we never did powder. We should do powder. Um, <laughs> but they have a meet cute, and they don't get together until the last frame of the movie, basically. But he has no reason. And not there to is get no with it. exactly. There's no reason. There's nothing. They are the only two people who don't understand that they wait, are. But in I love. will say one thing. Yeah. I, I, to be devil's advocate in this, they do come from separate sides of the tracks. No, they. Yes, she they owns do a little. restaurant in Tribeca. It's not doing well. It's bombing. It's not doing well. He is successful. He wears suits. He's been wearing. He's been working three years. No, this is there. the this is the bad news bears and the Yankees. This is she's the ragtag version of owning your business. He is a successful man who gets to yeah, pick but and they, choose women. They they are sweet that on each other very yes, quick. Very yeah. quickly, she gives him food that makes him like literally cream his jeans, and right. he's like, I gotta get away from this girl because I'm like, whoa, 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 well, what? Like, like if you kiss somebody and start floating to the ceiling because you're in love, he's like, yeah. oh, get, oh, you're yeah, a, get out. Yeah. That seemed to be the biggest obstacle was that once he began floating to the ceiling, it was like, oh, oh, this is over. I which, can no longer do this. And by the way, th- there's an element of this which would be fear, which would be like, whoa, this is weird. So, but both of them should be experiencing that. Well, she seemed unfazed. No one's phased. By yeah. every single insane thing but that no, happens but to her. To everyone. Everyone who shows up at the dinner yeah. at the end also doesn't feel any sort of weirdness to the emotions they're having. And I yeah. don't think if I started floating to the ceiling with someone, I would necessarily blame them. No, I would be he like, let me so see what else. He was so her. angry. He was so mad. Like yeah. she'd embarrassed him. Like, well, she, like, like, like you made me, yeah, yeah. you made me feel stupid by making me feel love. <laughs> but at the same time, when the the restaurant filled up with steam and they arguably oh, yeah. had sex on the restaurant floor, which is the most disgusting place I can't you imagine. could ever ever. Uh, on a I have a lot to say about the hygiene. Also, of like kitchen. Ugh. 
cooks and I mean I never saw her in a hat. No. no. I, her sous chef was wearing no sleeves the entire yeah. time. Didn't yep. see one hand wash in between when they came. No, no hand wash. She wasn't even disgusting. wearing a chef's costume. She was wearing a, a chef's go- costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the costume of a chef. She was. <laughs> I knew he was knew a chef because he was wearing coming a out and, and as it was coming out, I'm like, I'm not correcting myself. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stand by. I have to go to the costume shop to work in the kitchen. one of those chef costumes. I do get the heebie-jeebies, though, when someone's not wearing a hairnet. Sure. She's wearing oh, a gold God. lame dress. She cooks in a gold lame. She doesn't okay. wear an apron. And by the no. way, that's that's the issue I have with like your premise, which is that she's from the wrong side of the tracks. Her first outfit, she actually wears it again. It's reused. Is a gold lame tank top. And khaki crop pants. But she's got like a virgin-esque vibe. And then Amanda Peet, yes, a little bit. Amanda Peet's got this very like hip city girl. And th- that I is not what Sir Michelle Geller is. Well, oh yeah, I think they're trying to juxtapose. And that's the scene where like they're looking out the window at Amanda Peet and they're saying like her hair is it's perfect. perfect. Her, this you're is not perfect. Per- she's but perfect. she's also her skin perfect. Is perfect. I know, she's perfect she's, to us. But she's not supposed she's, to she's be. She's not supposed you're, to be. You're, they're supposed to be and you're a pile of garbage. <laughs> but, yeah, but, <laughs> I think it's the intention. But you know what you needed then? You need to put her in glasses or put her hair up because well, no, you were then we missing lose, that but, moment. But, as, like, an investor missing in the film, but the, as an investor in the film, I will not allow you to do that to Sarah Michelle Gowan. <laughs> the, transformative, <laughs> the transformation occurs when he gives her the pink dress at the end of the movie. And then it's Boner, and then you're Boner like, City. Wowie yeah. zowie. And then it's hold my belt down. But is that, but wait, but is that, like, when he gives her the pink dress, is he like, now I'll love you if you change. A little bit, yeah. No. He's come into my world. It is. It's come into my world a bit. That, now, I know a little not, bit. I, I know it's not terrible, but it is a bit of now you're is. up to snuff. It you, is. Now you're going to be helping this restaurant yep. in my very expensive space. Now you belong. Now you belong he here. He does make a comment about her clothes the first time she yep. yeah, was totally. Yeah, totally. And then he and wants to buy her like, plates. Uh, he wants to buy her plates, which is kind of like a like a well, no, 50 Shades of Grey move. He, no, no, bit. he's yeah. buying her plates because he Amanda broke plates. But still, it's still a little bit of like, let me get you some fancy shit. Yeah, exactly. And then she, without any sort of restraint, orders like 52 plates. Yeah, she really took advantage of the bold. plate stitch. I thought it was bold. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, what was up with when she's? Oh, we see her in her closet trying on those clothes. I don't want to talk about while that. her <laughs> sous chef is making two dolls make out with each other. I, I looked at that. that she's was, like, leave the dolls alone, and he's just like, like making it. the. I couldn't. And you guys not think that relationship is that relationship to me is right on the line. Like, and then they start talking about with sex. him and the dog? Oh, yeah. No, in general. <laughs> in general. And then he starts playing with his bones. Remember when he's, like, playing with his with his belt? Yeah. And then yeah. she's, like, and then she gets thrilled. He gets erect. He gets erect. And he also, oh. She's thrilled. Remember, well, she's, she's, like. She's thrilled because she knows she's wearing the right dress. Yeah, but that's, you wouldn't do that with your friend. But then when she wears that to the guy, the guy's, like, oh, what's up with your crazy outfit? And she's, like, well, I, I couldn't take two, ne- I couldn't take necklaces off. Or she's, like, yeah. it's real weird. I but, do want to go back to that guy, though, mashing the dolls because yeah. he's not, he's not like doing it essentially he's like really like for like like well, if I was I that doll happened, I would feel like I was in some sort of assault I think what happened is the actor was like oh it's written in the script that I'm supposed to be like sexy with the dolls and then he gets on set and the dolls are little girls they I mean, are they girls. were yeah. children yeah and not Barbie I mean Barbie dolls would have been better I'm listening and so I think <laughs> keep going I think he probably felt uncomfortable mashing yeah. two children and, together in a sexual way and, and by the way you're giving him credit yeah you're giving him credit by the way I like the good if yeah. that's the case oh my gosh 
Life is so hard, and when you add in reading a book to it, it makes it even more complicated. Well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks and listen to the books that you've been meaning to read while on the go. At the gym, during your commute, Audible.com provides over 250,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. I literally listen to Audible all the time. I'm downloading books. I get to have the, the idea of like reading a book and then also listening to it in the car because they have this thing called WhisperSync. It's pretty cool. You can download it on iPhones, iPads, Androids, Windows phones, anything at all. You can even listen to it on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. It's unlike a rental or a streaming service. With Audible, you own your own books, right? You can access books at any time, anywhere, right from your smartphone. Let's talk about Jensen's book, right? The guy who's on the show today, he has a book called Kanye West Owes Me 300 Bucks, and it's It's such a great book because Jensen, also a podcaster, knows how to read the book. He has a Shakespearean actor in there reading some of the rap lyrics. It's really funny. Definitely check that book out on Audible. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Also, uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the other great books there. Uh, Amy Poehler's book, I really loved the novel because she took advantage of the form. Comedians doing books on this is basically like a long seven-hour podcast. You will love it. And just for listeners, Audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to Audible.com slash bonkers today to start your free trial. And again, show your support for how did this get made if you do this. That means that people know, hey, our ads are working. We'll give you more money. Then we keep the lights on. We get to do more shows. Anyway, go to Audible.com, start a free membership. Go to Audible.com slash bonkers, B-O-N-K-E-R-S. You have to go to bonkers to make us seem like we're the best what's up casper mattress is up and because it's a great place for you to go down to sleep that's right casper mattress is amazing here's the deal right mattresses are so expensive because they have to like go through all this i don't know bullshit to get in the store and then you got to buy it from the store casper's like you know fuck that noise we're gonna give you mattresses boom direct from us to you that's it we're not gonna have these moving guys come to your house we're not gonna make it complicated we're gonna put it in a box we're gonna open the box the mattress is gonna basically expand and it's gonna be one of the most comfortable night's sleeps that you have because it adapts to your body. They also have this amazing pillow and the sheets are great. I love Casper. Why? Because an in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the mattress, okay? It's got springy latex and supportive memory foam to create a sleep service that just has the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your temperature throughout the night. Now, here's the deal. Like I said, mattresses are fucking expensive. 1500 bucks for a normal mattress. But if that mattress, if it's a Casper, you're getting it for 500 bucks for a twin size. You're getting um, 750 for a full, 850 for a queen, 950 for a king. That is a good price, okay? It's an amazing mattress engineered for the best night's sleep. It combines what I said, the latex and the memory foams, plus Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. And it's one of the most awarded mattresses of the decade. It just comes to your house. And guess what? If you don't like it after 100 nights, yes, send it back. They refund everything. Plus, it's made in America. Let's give money back to Americans. I have no real opinion about that. But yes, let's keep America businesses going. Uh, plus, get $50 off any mattress um, by visiting casper.com slash how to use the offer code how that's 50 bucks off your mattress by visiting casper.com slash how and use the offer code how terms and conditions apply do it he also says something in that scene where he's saying i saw in the news the average man thinks now that should be said by a a woman who has no experience as a man going hey i saw this thing on the news about the average man but he's like hey i saw the news that an average man you are the average (laughs) man you can speak you can directly 
to this point. Like, she's asking him what men are like, and he's like, well, I saw a report about men yeah. but then that he, I can tell you Then about. he's like, and it, it, he basically, though, is like, it's true, and that it's when when that's when he explains the the belt, the belt the Paul, belt you also trigger. said it was true. No, it's not, is it? To, well, said he said every four minutes. It doesn't oh, seem uh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm on board for yeah, that. Yeah, right? I'm not every four minutes. Every how much? How, three? I mean, no. <laughs> Four and a half. That no, seems I, that seems crazy. To me. To me. Well, let's. I let, mean, I guess it's average. I guess then they say like, oh, you, you thought of it forty times in four hours. Let's average that out. But could you? I can't imagine every four minutes. And, uh, every well, four look. minutes, like having some sort of transient kind of. Right, let's thought try it. About out. Let's yeah. try it out. Sex or something. Test it now. How long have we been? We all we've been now. here for a little bit of time. So, um, well, right now we're busy. So I guess they're saying, but that it, wouldn't, the, it wouldn't stop us. Uh, yes. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. So we've been here for about thirty minutes. So that would be we've probably nine times. had f- yeah. eight times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely thought about you. Thought about trial. sex eight times. Uh, yeah. yeah, eight times I guess at least. Definitely. Minimums. Definitely, wow. yeah. I thought about it when we were talking about the 9/11. sex scene. I Buffy, thought about it when we were yeah. talking get about Buffy. Uh, what's that? Get in my belly. Yep, get in my <laughs> belly. Patty <laughs> Clarkson. Oh, yeah. Clarkson. Yeah. I did think about it during oh, Patty yeah. Clarkson. It, it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen to... This uh, is science. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let, we have just proven it true. <laughs> Let's listen to uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and, uh, and, and Tom talk about uh, sex. so ridiculous is whether or not I wear a belt and not tell me why you want to know. I don't really... I knew this was going to happen. My friend Nolan told me this thing about men and sex, that they think about it 238 times a day, and when they do, they play with their belts. That's ridiculous. No, no, but not, no, it, not the belt. He was playing no, with no, the no, suspenders. No, I, I wasn't, no, I'm thinking about the amount. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, do the math. I'm awake maybe 17 hours a day times 60 would be 1,020 divided by 238 would be sex without about every... Four minutes and it's very Rain Man math he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's about right actually. I've been here twenty minutes. Right, this is where she kills it. This, yeah. I hated this. Right, <laughs> and that's, that's the. This is the yeah. romantic. Oh, wait, here it is. Why? What? 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 This is the best line. What's impossible? One good sexual thought takes at least twenty minutes. That's yeah. a weird line. I don't understand For her, that. It doesn't fit her character. That's like her cruel intentions character coming out. And it's also like a little bit like is that jerking off? Like is that, that like No, like, I think I think no. she means that means. sex what do you say? <laughs> I don't know what she means. <laughs> she, she, just mumbling anger to herself. I will say, I think that they've been sex, like sex with her. I, I know this doesn't work. A sexual correctly. thought. A with sexual her. thought with her would go on forever because she's so good at sex. Like it's not a, a two minute. Oh, man. oh, are you saying the the difference between how men and women are at sex? No, women take longer, <laughs> no. La, uh, yeah. go longer, yeah. and men are well, over think, quicker. Well, I think she's is, saying is being posited onto yeah. like how they even think I about. I think she's sex. bragging. about about sex with her. Really? That's what oh, I, I did you not get, get that? that? Uh, I didn't oh no, that. I didn't get that. I think How she do we was, all get so many different definitions? I think this was so shit film. I think she was saying once you have sex with me. No, I don't you, think she was You'll think about no. it for 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> no, I think she's saying I think she, <laughs> When you have sex with me, from that point on, it will take 20 minutes. You guys, I want to unpack what happened. Can we play the end of that clip again for just a second? Yes. Because I want to make sure everybody is listening and understands. Such a like, clusterfuck. This is a romantic comedy. of yeah. Something that thrives on banter. Yes. And pacing. Oh, well, and listen yes. to this. You can't ask me something so ridiculous as whether or not I wear a belt and then not tell me why you want to know. I don't really. I knew this was going to happen. That's impossible. Yeah. What? Why? What? 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 What's impossible? 
One good sexual thought takes at least 20 minutes. Is that right? <laughs> this is like but, supposed to be a sexually charged moment and it is leaden. It, it sounds like is, it sounds like in Cape Fear when De Niro is talking to Juliette Lewis. Like yeah. it feels like a like a, By like the way, a, predator. a sexier scene. <laughs> <laughs> like a more believable <laughs> romance between yeah. those two characters than these, <laughs> than two, these characters. two. Well, yeah. they, like I do find them as much as I, I I am a big SMG fan, I didn't find their chemistry at all off the chart or wanting to. I, I didn't even see like, it on a chart. It was not. It was just. <laughs> yeah. It was didn't chart read. Yeah, I didn't. liked that one scene where they were like licking each other's fingers, and, and it was right before they started levitating. I thought that, I that was that straight up gross. <laughs> I thought it was gross too. I didn't like slobber fingers. I mean, the I was, only thing I found hot. The, I will like, be honest. Like the, the sharing thing. the peach moment is what the, the one you mean. Like she peels the peach and then it's like blah blah blah. The only thing I found hot in the whole entire movie is when she and this is for reals honest moment is when she was turned on by her friend being turned on by her that was the only who's her friend the black dude who in the, when in the does that happen? When she's putting on dresses, and then he, she's like, "Do you like this one?" And then he was like, "Uh." And then he accidentally did his belt, and then oh. she said, and then she was like, "Great." And then oh, okay. he walks yeah, out. Like and I was that. like, okay. "That's the only sexuality like, in the whole film." Oh, to me. interesting. See, I disagree. I liked the every scene. every Which Patty one? Clarkson scene. Oh, well, Patty. Was oh, very Patty Clarkson sexy. horny on the couch. I when wanted, she I'll give you that. the eclair, I was like, Ooh, "On the couch, yeah, yeah, wowzers." And then and then she and Marcus have have like a post coital conversation. As if they've just fucked and are uh, and are jonesing right. for another fix of drugs. Well, yeah. she does They're like, that, yeah. where, where, where can we get more? Can we get more of this? Is this all this? Where'd you get this? I stole it from some old lady. We want more. I gotta get some more of this. Here's the interesting thing about the movie. So, what we learn at the end. This is the, this is the interesting thing right now. Yeah. What we learn at the end is that her emotions are being projected onto her food. Yes. Magically. Right, right. So if she cries. So if she cries, yes. So. What's interesting about that is, like, does he, does Tom, is he really attracted to her? Right. Oh, you don't know because you, you think it's Is this just a spell? So, yeah, is this still just a spell by the end? Like, well, because we don't, don't have know. any idea of what the magic in this movie is. You know how we know? He doesn't wow. eat anything that night. Oh, oh man. He doesn't. Wait, but also he, he was interested. They in purposefully her. show him oh, not right, eating oh, right. anything. He said, that "I am right. too nervous to eat." Yeah, and right. so he doesn't eat, and so then he realizes he's in love with wow, her. Wow, that's deep. But so now spell- it's not. <laughs> it is not deep. Uh, when did? But when did? Like, I guess there's two questions I have. One, I want to talk about his sexuality or his sexuality to her. The one thing I didn't like is when he kissed her, and. I brought this up to June. He put two hands on either side of her neck, and it seemed a little too strangly for me. I didn't like that as a kid. Yeah. She liked that too. I was like, I just felt like nope. I never grabbed the woman by both sides of the neck. Well, yeah. Should, well, you don't want one of her neck sides to get away. <laughs> you know, I want to make sure that like her neck sides are like right there and line up where I want them. Um, I don't the, want one jumping out of the way. Well, then this is my other question to go into this bigger point. At a certain point. She seems to know that the crab is creating the recipe, yes, oh, but yes. we don't ever see that happen. No, there is no communication between her and the crab. Yeah. At first, I thought she didn't know the crab was there. No, but then she sort of alludes also, to knowing it. Yeah. Also, the crab is basically watching her fuck that dude in the kitchen <laughs> under a sheet of lettuce. It's her like, mom. It, and if that's her mom, that's fucking weird. Well, no matter what, it's something weird, even well, if it's on okay, the mother. So here's yeah. my question, though. <laughs> Wait, what was my question? Okay, okay, yes. He didn't need so, anything. No, but here's the weird thing about this spell. So she, if it's her own emotions that are getting 
poured onto the food that then make the food so great, then why is she also under the spell once she eats it? Well, like be, she also goes so through she's, something. So she's not immune she's to her own supply. Herself. She's roofing her own yeah, Oh, see, like, I think it's because whatever she's experiencing is what is... No, but the then e- later... What, what the eaters... Eaters, no, but what the people eating her food are experiencing. No, but she, So her well? own emotion... Really? When she's angry, yes, when people she cries, get angry. When she cry. cries in the soup, yeah, but, everybody cries. When she's horny for him, she, he's every, horny. But I will say... When, whatever intention she has is what... Because she doesn't know she, she's doing it. But because, she has, Okay, but then she falls further yes, into right, it. Right, she gets That's, comical. She, she finds a comical like place. She gets heightened at times. Completely under a spell. I agree. Yeah. Which is odd. I, I agree. Okay. But, but the movie is just awful, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I feel like when she, like, and then that whole, like, I honestly, June and I were watching this together and kept on turning to each other in the last half hour going, well, what's happening now? Because the last half hour, you could argue, falls so apart rapid. in such an intense way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, so the French chef that they've hired, who is the premier chef, he leaves. She's got to take over at the last second. But meanwhile, her restaurant her has clairs. taken off. Huge. Yeah, she's killing. She's killing it. Even fat people are coming back for seconds. That was, <laughs> that was like, the weird way of showing, like, this guy's like, I want to eat it again. And yeah. then, and then uh, Lawrence uh, Larry Gillard says, like, are you sure about that? Like, checking out his waistline. Yeah. And he's like, but I want to start from the dessert first. He's like, you know, so... But she's killing it. She comes over there to kill it. For then, a special event. For a special event, but no one really what respects her. The opening. The opening, the opening well, of I the restaurant. She, I, well, I, I was under the impression she was going to just work there. And then I saw her making the sign that said close today for a special event. And I was like, oh, she's only doing this one pop-up. And it also seems she brought her own food to it. Right. And but also, she, didn't have, she didn't have truffles because they're like, no, 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 we didn't have that. Yeah. She also... Um, uh, <sighs> She also appears to only be making like one plate of food <laughs> at a time yes. when she yeah. is working on food. Right. And I'm like, and they're feeding hundreds of people. Well, that one night where they work really hard in the restaurant, the two of them, the sous chef yeah. and the chef made a hundred plates. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like there's a lot of things on that menu. And I will give you magical realism allows for blah, blah, sure, blah, sure. blah, blah. But there is like, no, there are practical concerns. And she is making sure. all of the, that food with like no preparation. No, she's just like winging it but i will say i think that the the practical part of the movie is important when you're selling a chef to us like i understand that there's magical stuff that could go but like i do want to know if she's a good chef and we never feel that even when she's supposed to be great crab was like prepping that's well that's what i'm saying maybe there's a magical element to the crab i would love that that. i would love that if there were a bunch of cutscenes with (laughs) it where the crab was a line chef just like prepping stuff cleaning the living like the flintstones is like in the vacuum cleaner it's interesting buttering the the grill Sorry to go back to it, but no, crab, never, please, never, please, never, never say go that. away never from the crab. That, yeah. Because the crab is really, like, it's actually not her muse in a weird way. Like, the no. crab just... She's not even making crab dishes. But the crab right, but is clearly the, the pres- magical presence. Yes, but it's just... I guess, are we to assume that if the crab were killed or served oh. by accident, mm. God forbid. Would all her talent go God forbid. Yes. God forbid. Or how delicious also, would that meal be because it's so magical. That also, what's the life expectancy of a magic forever. crab? So, but what, <laughs> He's out of water a lot, too. Yeah. That crab is... <laughs> would everything go away or did that crab, also her mom, also Anything, know, really. Dan Aykroyd, would it 
did it just inspire her and now she understands like what no, actually she has to offer It's out of her hands, right? Well, it's interesting. It does right. not seem as though the crab... One of the things we're led to believe is that she does not know how to cook really. No. And that in a movie like this, traditionally what, what her journey would be would be to discover her own... Yes. Um, her that own passion. skill yeah. or her own passion or and her own voice or whatever. The shoes yeah, the shadow. Mom. And yeah. instead, she just seems to be getting almost divine inspiration to make dishes. Because whenever somebody's like, what is that? She's like, I don't know. Yeah, one time. <laughs> where? How did, what did you make? I don't know. One time I it don't just know appears. what it is. You guys, she's not time, learning anything. She's not no, learning anything. One time anything. the food just appears in the plate. She looks yeah. down at the foods. Or yeah. She didn't use her hands at all. Can I, can I make a very, can I make a very, very big Theory. Can I guess what it is? Yes. That this movie is a fever dream and that she is dying Jacob Ladder <laughs> <Yes>. style. <laughs> this is a Jacob this, Ladder? She got hit in Union Square yep. by uh, a shiitake truck. When she went, uh, when she went yeah. under the table, she got, she got, uh, she, she had a stroke. Uh, yeah, no, this is a total ca- ca- candidate Here, for, how did this get made Jacob's Ladder movie? Um, I, uh, putting together the howdies, I was trying to find every reference of Jacob's Ladder and make a super cut. It's way harder because there's a million times we bring it up. Um, all right, here's my theory. Crab wasn't there. I think the crab doesn't Whoa. exist until reshoots. I think oh. that she just meets that guy. <laughs> no way. And the guy, because she's never in the same shot she's as the crab. She's the crab up the Yes, she is. That she, one peels shot, the, that, she peels the lettuce off the crab. Oh, no, no. A hundred percent. You think the crab was off? Here's what I, I was with would you. Because the right. opening scene could have just been her following a crab. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and, and he's always up on the shelf, and he's yeah. never a part of anything. I agree in that sense that it is like, it's a bit neither nor. Yes. Um, it, neither is it like... She's like, it, help me, crab. Yeah, and the crab's like, well, why don't you do this? Yeah. I do wonder if there ever was a time where they were like, the crab should talk. Yeah, clearly. Oh, like, then maybe it did, and they cut that out. Because maybe that, because I swear something. the crab said, it's believe. your food at one point. <laughs> I, can't. I swear to God. I can't believe there's not a scene at the end where she looks off the side and sees Dan Aykroyd waving. We should have been he there shown up at, at the, the end. final yes. scene. At the final and scene. been like, I've been your dad the whole time. <laughs> Just or a wave. dancing with her mom. Oh, good writing. And But now, also, this guy... When they floated to the top of the roof, by the way, that was like the fifth time something overtly magical had happened, right? Like yeah. they had shared a fever dream of dancing. Yeah. They made yeah. love and steam. They floated to the roof. She made his paper airplane. Oh, let's mm. talk about the fucking paper airplane. Oh, my God. Whoa. Boy. All right, can they just play the clip where we introduce this insane side note to a major character? Here we go. <laughs> Your airplane finish is starting to burn me. In 1961, Howard Hughes flew a paper airplane from the Golden Nugget to the Sands. It was 4.2 miles. One of these days, I'm going to break that record. It's all in the adjustable sweep back of the wings. Look at that. Wasn't Howard Hughes a guy who never got out of his pajamas? No. It was Hugh Hefner. What? So he is obsessed with making paper airplanes, something that never ultimately ties in, again, another loose thread. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Paul. Oh, yes. What I are you he, even talking about? He she lo- also loves paper airplanes. Yeah. Oh, they connect yeah, yes. over it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She says to him. I don't yeah. remember that. She said, yeah. Oh, my God. She likes them. She says, oh, she, he's holding a paper airplane once. And she goes, oh, She knows nice, the name of it. She's nice like, nice. Sweet nice, back nice or whatever. Yeah, whatever oh. name And he's of like, the you plane. like paper airplanes, too? And they both are like wet for paper airplanes. Yeah. And 
then at the end of the movie, when she's getting away and is getting into a taxi, yes. she he throws, he says, Amanda. And she doesn't oh, hear right. him. She gets in the cab. Then he throws a paper airplane that goes right in the open window. Which is amazing. Wait a second. Yeah. If the window is open, keep shouting Amanda. She's right there. Yeah, I get it. It's crazy. Do you think that was the work of the crab? Yeah, man. Wait, I do think it's the work of the crab. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, I think uh, everything is the work the of the crab. But the crab fucked him the last time because Guys, he goes, I'm going to throw okay. the paper airplane and then, then it went, went in that woman's head. I yeah. now have a theory. Okay. okay. The crab is Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> do you agree with me? Is the crab Jesus Christ? <laughs> like, is the crab some sort of, like, messiah? Some sort of love messiah? Some Wait, sort of love, love guru? Love, love guru. Are you going back to is my love guru? Get in my belly? <laughs> <laughs> Get in my belly, Get cra- in my belly, love guru, Marishka Hargitay. <laughs> um, oh my God, what the fuck? The crab. Every time they cut to the crab, I laughed. It was oh, it was it amazing. Was it was like every time. Well, it was like every time in Keanu when they cut to the cat. I was like, I love this. Every time they cut to the crab, it was hilarious. What's interesting. I mean, I think the most fascinating part of this that's un, you know, explained is that. She doesn't notice the crab that this crab is sitting there, right. like. And did she bring the, the crab shelf. to the final dinner? He was there with a top hat. <laughs> oh yeah, but yes, she does. Crab she does. She brings it to the kitchen. She telling Why doesn't she like, ever cook that crab? She no, cooks she all knows, the other crabs. Right? She knows. But she, there's never a moment where they recognize this. Where she recognizes this crab is special, and we see you, it. If you are in your kitchen, it's a small kitchen. Every it is day. a small. It's pretty okay. small. All right, it doesn't cool. even look like a no, it's just I mean, me and one other dude. Like, it doesn't yes. seem like you could actually cook a real restaurant in there. Yes, yeah. every Not, day. No. And there's a, an alive crab yes. sitting between like a box of Cheerios and a box sure. of yeah. Raisin Bran. It's staring Wait, at you. in your restaurant kitchen is Cheerios and Raisin <laughs> okay, Bran? By the like way, the restaurant, of what brains, restaurant is this? Because I, I want to <laughs> eat breakfast there. <laughs> Even her if it's on sanitary, I'd like, there. Her restaurant also had like cupboards. Like they were full on yes. cupboards it like a regular. very residential. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Because, uh, okay, yeah. but for weeks this crab is sitting there just staring at you. Out of yeah. water. Out of water. Out of water. Yeah. And nobody appears to be feeding it or anything. Yeah, no. wouldn't you like... Wonder what the hell is going on, and with or this wouldn't crab? you ever have a scene where you're like, "What's up with you?" You're even like, alone, bah, bah, even, yeah. even alone, yeah, yeah. What's up with you? And then you can keep the suspension going. Something, She's kind of in something, on it. talking to the. I feel like there should have right. been an acknowledgement that she knew something was up with the crab, even if she didn't know what. But right. we, but also you have to address that she never brings up Ackroyd again. She never brings up Dan Ackroyd, and she never like sees him again. Like they should have that. Been I a, don't care about Ackroyd. I don't magic, care. But that's the way, all magic. Dan Ackroyd is not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody's confused, Dan Ackroyd straight up not in this movie. Well, no. And the guy that we're calling saying. Dan Ackroyd barely looks like Dan Ackroyd. <laughs> I feel like, like that I is not like, a good. I bet they went to Dan Ackroyd but and he said here's no. Here's the thing. I think what you're right about is there's never really an acknowledgement that she was even. Under a spell. That's what I mean. Like, like why would she bring? Why would she bring up the crab if she's already not admitting to? That's being why the possessed. crab didn't exist. It's all <laughs> insert shots, and at one point, Jacob's letter. <laughs> but she. Um, how about, then why would she like? This is my big question too. Like when everyone's crying, and like you. But it's working. But she's like, it's not working. And then she leaves. Oh, this is, again, where there is, like, willful ignorance on the on the count of the two main characters constantly. In the face of evidence to the contrary, they keep believing the opposite thing to be true. So <clears throat> her food is affecting the audience, or the the eaters, the, the restaurant In uh, such patrons, a profound way. In such a profound way, emotionally, that she, like, is like, oh, no, I've ruined everything, and tries to run away. Right. When, in fact, Why? like, her aunt has to be like, hey, Hey, this is, 
Yeah, the, who is the mom from Eight is Enough, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. And the woman who was in the room with John Belushi when he died uh, at the Chateau. Oh, Mar-Mont. really? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. She is like, no, they are being affected. This is what cooking, this is what it is to, yes. to affect people. This is, this is a good thing. But like they've been scene after scene where she's like so angry at herself for still thinking she can't cook when it's very evident that she now she's can, the city's she hottest now chef. can cook. Yeah, she's huge. And it's the same yeah. thing for them being in love. Both of them seem to be like almost angry that it's happening. Angry but I, but I, that it's that it's but, happening. But, like but, fuck this. But you don't think that his weird character development of of we, us finding out that he keeps statistics on every woman and and every relationship to him becomes rotten and he doesn't care about them. But you don't that's think, just being a dude. Good. I know. I know. Right, it's not, bro. It's, yeah, bro. It's not good. But I'm saying like, doesn't that tell you that's why he would be not into a relationship? I know it's not good development, but that is what they're trying no, to get. Cause, no, I felt like what they were trying to get at with him was that because he is so much a... Maybe this is what you were saying differently, though. Because he's so stats-obsessed yeah. and so status and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, that just being exposed to that's emotional I mean. love... He doesn't want that. Get away from me. Him. And you're a witch. Get but away from me. Make me thing. feel it. And I understand I'm scared of love or I'm scared of, like, I'm legitimately scared of floating to the ceiling. <laughs> Are we talking... We're talking outside the movie. We're talking about us, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, believe me. All I want is to float to the ceiling <laughs> and then like bang someone in a foggy on a foggy I don't foggy, even understand uh, why the fog was a, a an kitchen uh, floor the magical crab watches and jerks off <laughs> that crab did jerk off that crab thought about sex more Whoa. than an average yeah, male yeah. Well, yeah, every one minute they had a shorter minute. life yep absolutely um, I want to just bring up a couple of interesting things and I want to I think that these will be conversation oh, topics boy. here oh. The original title of this movie. Anyone want to give a taste of or a guess of what it could be? The original title. Um, let's see. Jesus Crab. Jesus Crab. Anything? One last spite. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. uh, it's uh, very uh, obvious what you would think it would might be, but you go ahead. Oh, really? Well, no, no, no. It, you would think maybe. Well, you say what you think. Under a blue moon. Okay. That was the song that it was playing. And the I was original like, title. And now oh, no, I need, this is no. what we got to talk oh, about. No, all right. Vanilla Frog. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Vanilla what? Frog. What the fuck? <laughs> I so wait. So, so way, she wait, read. Record, my bit, Jesus Crab, is the closest one we Sarah have. Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. read a script called Vanilla Frog <laughs> and, and agent, signed on. And yes. an agent handed it to her in a positive manner. I think it was a frog because a princess kisses a frog and then she gets powers. I love that. And I don't. You're right. 100%. And I think, but the, why call it Vanilla Frog? Well, they must have changed crab. it to a crab. But then, okay, so oh. then. But then it's confusing. You think? <laughs> vanilla. Why frog? vanilla? Why vanilla? Well, vanilla is the um, the plant, the flower oh, right, that the she uses thing. in the yeah, horny yeah. Um, okay. in the horny thing. That's a reach. Um, vanilla frog. Vanilla frog. Oh, that's Holy very. Let's get a copy wow. of vanilla frog. Um, the other thing about this. I'd love this, to read the original script for this. The I, other, I, it would be so great if it's the greatest. I would love to see it. The, uh, one of the executive producers of this film, very interestingly enough, please say Mel Brooks. <laughs> we have to have him back. Is it Orson Welles? Um, is Arnon Milken, who produced hundreds of big movies, but in 2013 admitted the entire time he was working in Hollywood, he was a spy for the Israeli army and used these productions to help develop the Israeli nuclear program by smuggling information out of the country wow. on how to build centrifuges. And now he's a guy who is literally behind movies like The Revenant, The Big Short, Gone Girl, Birdman, 12 Years a Slave, still doing it. That's but so interesting. I guess created a couple So films. he became so good as a producer 
yes. he stayed on. That he continued to do. Wow, that's Using interesting. Using many of his companies over the years to move hundreds of millions of dollars worth oh. of missiles and other Amazing. weapons into He's Israel. He's like real life Argo. Yeah, that's huh. crazy. One of my favorite moments. Oh, wait, you, is there more? Well, the only the other thing was that the director retired after this film and <laughs> went to Oregon to open his own winery and he sells the most expensive Pinot Noir from Oregon oh. at $300 a bottle. And we would like him. him to please send us a bottle. Uh, I would love to enjoy <laughs> we a would bottle. Lo- we would love to crack open a bottle of his Pinot Noir Maybe on the next episode. Maybe he also has that oh magical crab that allows him to charge that much there you go. for a delicious but bottle not make, of Pinot But not make another good movie. Well, well he, maybe he, that's, he found his muse, food. Maybe. He found, he found real life in there. The, um, one of the, my favorite things we didn't talk about was when she goes plate shopping at uh, the store. Yes. And <clears throat> she walks like five feet away from him. And he says something to her. They have an exchange where uh, she can't hear him. And she's like oh, five yeah. feet away from him. You. She's like, what? I, I can't hear you. And, 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 and he gives up. He gives uh, up. And, and she like gets in the elevator and leaves. And I was like, why did they put that in the movie? Like, why did they have like, a, a, like why not either be like, what? Or move closer to Like, I couldn't. It's cr- not even loud. It was I can't hear so you. weird. Yeah. It was a subplot that she's hard of hearing. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> Never I, I, comes back yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Can't hear you. The crazy thing about his graph in the beginning. Yeah. Which. Patricia Clarkson points out is um, he's track so he yeah he's tracking his happiness level goes down after three dates, but then he's also tracking the woman's yeah yes hers happiness yeah. So, and she tries to point that, that out oh who knows <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe he's doing exit interviews <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know he has an exit intern calling he has an intern caller up real quick get some thoughts yeah, the other thing too is that he does make a big deal about he only dates four the four times and then it goes downhill but that's not even a part of Should their relationship been. no they don't we don't see well, a four and also had a problem with so the night that they kind of go out on their first date he lies and says he has dinner plans when he doesn't right why He's playing games. Do you know what? I'm serious. No, I couldn't he's, yeah, no, he's playing games. You, oh, he's playing games. I think yeah. he likes to keep women guessing on a, uh, on a leash. Got it. Got it. He doesn't like when they get too committed too quickly. Right, because Amanda Peet came in and put her calendar in his oh, calendar. Right. I thought Amanda Peet was bitch. hilarious. Terrific. She was great. By she the way, great. I would have liked more of her. There's a really funny line where she gets out of the cab and sees Sarah Michelle Gellar like crouched at the restaurant, and as she's walking out of the cab toward her, she goes, "Oh, it's a little person." She's so little, right? She's a little person. It made me laugh. So hard. It's it's such a great um, like I love that. Yeah, go ahead. She was great. So she, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, oh, what? about about. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the crab in. We need help. I remember the little the, the Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete in his oh, office. Oh, she is controlling. Is yeah, right. So so yes, she's very controlling, but. That Before he's getting, keeping her at bay. Yes, but so so he says he doesn't have dinner plans, and then she says, when they finally do meet, he shows up at like eleven p.m. No, She's later, late. later. He, no, she, later. She, it's she, after midnight. Yeah, it's like midnight. Come over for a drink afterwards. After your dinner, he does. She waits for him. Yep. He doesn't arrive till midnight. With her flowers. sous chef With, is like he's not coming. Yeah, she, he brings flowers. He brings a plant. Orchid, yeah. From that he just grabs from <laughs> the yeah. From the reception area of Henry Bendel. And then, <laughs> and then when he arrives, she says, oh, I was just waiting, you know, for this table to leave. They finally did. And then cut to, like, their date's going on, and they both reveal. Yeah. He reveals that he actually didn't have dinner plans. And then she reveals that she wasn't really – There was, was no one in the, in the restaurant. She was just waiting, yeah. yeah. Right. But then she says to him, like, hey, look, don't feel badly. Like, I also lied. Yeah. Yeah. But his lie was so much worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
okay, because it made me crazy that no, no, she would he take was like, on the responsibility yeah. and apologize. He was deceiving her. Yes. You know, and she, she was adapting. She was adapting. I'm sorry. She was adapting and she was actually like trying to save herself some embarrassment. Yeah. And, being, and she was being like polite and waiting for him because he said he would come. It's not really a and lie. he was manipulative. Yes. Uh, yes. Willfully manipulative. To compare those two things. Yes. I, I mean, I couldn't believe we were starting well, the relationship. No, but what I think, and I think we're saying the same thing is like he's in the right and she's in the wrong. No, <laughs> right? I'm not saying the same like, thing. Like she, shame on her because he's killing we're it. We're not saying what? the same Just thing. like, you know what? <laughs> Ladies, just wait around. Those dudes will come, and when they want to, you just get on and, and they'll have a and plan. Apologize yeah. for not being good enough. That's why I have like ten thousand um, plants in the back of my car, just in case. <laughs> just in case, just to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Here's a plant. Um, it is make him some, saying, make it, something for me. It's him saying, I'm very cool. I had to lie because I'm very cool, and she, her, she's saying, I'm very desperate, so I had to lie, which is yeah. two completely different lies. It's totally. so weird. Yeah. Hey, everybody, we have to take a brief break in the show to give thanks to our sponsor. And also our amazing donors. That's right. There are people out there that love the show so much that they actually give us their money. Wow. That is uh, hugely awesome. And thank you because that helps everybody here at Earwolf uh, to make this show. And we really sincerely appreciate you guys doing that. That really means the world to us. So um, let me give it out to you right now. To Blake Hopper, who took 100 bones out of his pocket and threw it to us, Blake you're the best. I would give you one of those Sylvester Stallone high fives from taking in cash because you and I are brothers. We're going to take down some drug lords together. Blake Hopper, you and I are best friends for life. Just like me and Sean Beaumont. Oh, Sean Beaumont. Back in Nam, we were in the jungles together, working hard, figuring out what was going on, doing recon. We learned a lot about each other, a lot about pain. A lot about life. And that's why I'm going to give your toast at your wedding. You can play this at your wedding. If you're already married, get remarried and play this. Sean Beaumont is a guy who doesn't fuck around. So don't fuck with Sean. Love you, Sean. And also, when I'm talking about good friends who I'd speak at their wedding, I'm definitely going to talk about Drew Armira. Drew O'Meara, who I've really put a, a strong Irish lilt to your name. You also gave us a hundred bucks. This is the hundred buck club here. Drew O'Meara, I'm going to give you a prediction of your life. Okay, you right now think of any question you want. I'm going to answer it right now. Okay, just think. We're going to get it telepathically. Got it? Okay, good. Move to Sacramento. Drew, that is what, whatever your question was, move to Sacramento is the correct answer. I know it may not make sense. Move to Sacramento. Drew O'Meara, thank you for that hundred bucks. You and I will be in Sacramento throwing back beers, laughing about this. Oh, I'm talking about Blue Apron. What's Blue Apron? Oh, Blue Apron just makes you the best. Why? Because it teaches you how to cook. If you're a chef and you know how to cook, kind of like Sarah Michelle Geller, or you're, you're unsure of yourself like Sarah Michelle Geller, Blue Apron would be, like, Blue Apron is the crab of Simply Irresistible. It gives you magical abilities to make amazing meals. That is a true fact. Basically, Blue Apron is the crab. I'm sure they're really excited that for me to say that. No, they make... Uh, incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they have a sustainable food system setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. That's right. You have seafood that is uh, sourced sustainably. You have beef that's raised humanely. You have chickens that are free-range pork that's raised naturally. 
everything here is on the up and up. So Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 99.5% of those food deserts. You know that those places where there's like no good meals anywhere? Well, Blue Apron is going to be able to give you fresh shit so you can make it and feel good about yourself no matter where you are. Plus, cooking builds strong family bonds. And those who spend a lot of time eating out at high-end grocery chains now, you're going to spend way less money. It's so good. Let me tell you some of the meals they have. I have been getting this. I'm a, a pescatarian, so they have options for me. They have options for vegetarians. Then they have, if you just eat chicken, meat, and fish, they, you have all that too. They got spicy Korean rice cakes with snow peas and pea shoots. They got sweet chili ponzu catfish and green beans with coconut ginger rice. They have New England-style salmon rolls with roasted potatoes and chives, okay? I'm telling you, I've made these meals. They're delicious. We're getting more and more meals delivered to our house because they're so good. Um, and... It's fun to cook. It actually makes me enjoy cooking because I'm not worried about, like, going to the grocery store anymore. So here's the thing the Blue Apron knows. When you cook with incredible ingredients, you make great meals. So let's – the quality level is high. You're ready to do this. Let's start a new chapter in your life. Varieties change every week. The recipes are based on your preference. The delivery systems are going to fit your need. Each meal comes with step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe cards and pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. So check out this week's menu and get your three meals free with shipping by going to blueapron.com slash bonkers. Get free meals with free shipping. You'll love how good it feels and it tastes and how incredible it is to create delicious meals. Blueapron.com slash bonkers. Blueapron.com slash bonkers. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, and now back to our show. Well, obviously, we had an opinion about this one, but there are people out there that might have had a differing one. It is now time for Second Opinions. Give me a A brand new second opinion theme. These are five star reviews pulled from Amazon.com about the film Simply Irresistible. There are so many, I didn't know where to to end, really. Um, Let's start with this one uh, right here. Uh, From Meeling Sue, I love it because it made me feel like I could love again. Five stars. Oh, man. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. I hope she she found love. If you fell in love with her, if you fell in love with her and randomly checked her history and realized she was the person that left that comment, would you still stay with her? I wouldn't stay with her. I'd be concerned to find out that anyone left any sort of comment. I know. I think about that all the time. There are tons. Really? Tons yeah. of five-star reviews here. <laughs> I'm very appreciative of people who do it for my book on Amazon, yes. but I also don't know anyone who does it. I know. I've I never left really... one comment in my entire life. Well, what was, was it? it? It was, I didn't use my own name, but it was to defend a real housewife of Orange, <laughs> a real housewife of Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the, she was the getting person, su- the not person. the show. No, a person on the show. Right, right, because okay. she was <clears throat> dating someone significant, well, actually engaged to someone who's probably 30 years older than her, and he was dying. And they showed this entire thing. Oh, yeah, okay. And she was taking care of him, and the women, and then he eventually did die. The women were Spoilers. so... <laughs> Spoilers for... And he was, I mean, clearly he was incredibly wealthy, and she he was buying her jewelry, whatever. But the women were so 
hard on her mm-hmm. and like ripped her apart. From the women on the, the show. The women on the, the show. other women on the show. Okay. Saying she was a gold digger, saying she wasn't uh, really taking care of him. Oh, no. And I, I want did, a comment now. I did Where feel was the, the comment? Need. By the way, this was years ago. On Bravo's I website? I went to her blog. Her blog. Yeah. And I signed it like Denise. You know, I, you know, people are going to go find this now. Yeah, right? this is definitely you know that, easy to find. You know that this I mean, is this will now. This is the next. This will now be attributed. Yeah, this is now a how to just get made mug or something. <laughs> but I said basically, I know you and Jeff had it real love. Of real love, yeah. and I'm sorry for your loss. That's not a comment. That's like support. That yeah. is great. Right. But it was that is a lovely gesture. Life. And by the way, I love people who comment on our show. Yeah, sure. But it was the only time in my life I felt compelled. Like, oh, I'm having a feeling. Let me take it to the. I think that's a wonderful internet. sentiment. Absolutely. Um, well, let's get That's an act of kindness. That's, yeah, that's uh, not that's, a troll move. You know, it's the opposite yeah. of no, a troll move. Well, right here, I, I mean, these are, these are messages all of, of love, love here yeah. from Amazon. Here's another one um, from Brenda Zeeby. I saw this movie years ago, but I couldn't remember the name. By the way, this is all in caps. I was hoping it would come on TV, and it didn't. So I called the video store, and I asked the person who worked there, and I described it. And she knew right away and suggested I go to Amazon.com to order it. So I did, and I was thrilled. I found it. Simply irresistible. Can you tell me a couple things? Five, year year that was left? Yeah. Because 2008. 2008. Yep. So yep. a lot of issues with t- that 2008. They're calling video stores. That video store yep. is then suggesting Amazon.com. That's a new thing to the commenter. Yep. The commenter then goes on Amazon.com and comments on the first thing they bought on. Oh, yes. yes. And, and then, doesn't comment on the product, comments on the process yes. in which she got to yep. Amazon. Five um, stars. I managed to get the thing that I wanted. <laughs> in this great weird work, way. Great work, great work selling me this. Um, I don't know which one to read as my final one, but I think I'm going to read this one first and then our final one. Uh, this is from, uh, uh, from a customer. Very sweet movie, dot, dot, dot. Great for everyone. This was a very sweet movie. There were no swear words that I can remember, and no nudity. And I understood completely who the man was in the beginning, and the crab was adorable. It's not as mature, in quotes, as chocolate, but it was just as entertaining. Oh, food movie, yeah. Yeah. If you like romance movies with a little bit of supernatural thrown in, then you'll definitely like this. My husband usually sleeps through chick flicks, but he enjoyed this one. And it proves a good movie can stand on its own without having the shock aspect of bad language, gore, violence, and nudity. I'm hesitant because of the Buffy girl, but she's a really good actress and very beautiful. Whoa, why? Because Buffy, because that's an example of what she doesn't like. Uh, Buffy is very, it's wow-free, whatever. Bring it on more like this. Now, this is, I I have an update for that woman. Her husband did not like that movie. (laughs) No, no. This is the one that I wanted to. Her husband wanted to get laid. Uh, One of the things that I've never really seen happen before, I don't want to tell you it. I just want you to, you'll you'll see what's happening here. (laughs) Five stars. This is from TM. Sarah Michelle Gellar stars as Amanda, who inherits her restaurant from her mother, and it's really not doing so good, until one day she meets her guardian angel, for real, and he sells Amanda the exact ingredient that she needs, self-confidence. Amanda meets a young man who owns a competing establishment, so Amanda's business slowly starts to pick up. Amanda starts to go through her mother's things and comes across a pair of earrings. Hmm. Then her cooking goes from... Okay to good to great. And of course, she thinks that the earrings have something to do with it. Then she meets a charming young man. I guess this is the same man, even though she... uh, Is this Leonard Maltin? (laughs) Who starts to eat at the restaurant. He asks her to cook at a banquet he's throwing at the restaurant. She agrees, but once she goes to the restaurant, she forgot the earrings. Will Amanda live up to her full potential? Or will she crash and burn? Buy it, see it, 
This is a movie about not quitting and not being afraid to take a chance. And you will see that it will most likely pay off someday. Pretty great. Whoa. But it's the not per- what this movie is about. <laughs> also, I don't it's think not that person realized that the guy was the same guy that she met at the farmer's market. Right. I, I agree. And then I also would argue that she puts no faith into the crab at all. In her mind, the crab is just her pet. Right. There is no. She's just saying the earrings are magical. I, I, I guess. She's but I the could, crab is the ingredient. Yes. And I can see how you add that two plus two. Yeah. But it's but, not in the film. But she's saying the earrings gave her. Like she literally says, she comes across the earrings, then her cooking goes from okay to good to great. Well, that is true, though. Yeah. So the earrings are magical as well no, as the crab? but she's right about this, Paul. She's right that Sarah Michelle Gellar thinks that. Yes. But could it be that but one of the these things is not magical? The viewer should be like, it's, it's the crab, though, right? But is it possible that it's only one of them, the earring or the crab? The crab <laughs> is just a pet? I don't know. Did the no. crab, like, make the earrings? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are the earrings pearl? Are they pearl earrings that would tie into the water theme? The frog life? made the earrings and they never oh, saw the frog. Oh, boy. Yeah, this whole thing fell apart when you told me it was originally called Vanilla Frog. <laughs> um, uh, we sometimes read third opinions, and this is just worth it. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, great hate ones here, and a lot of from dudes. This one's from J.D. Smith, written in 2013. No man should view this movie. <laughs> if you're accidentally exposed to it, immediately watch several John Wayne or Leave Marvin flicks oh, to eliminate the sappy images. <laughs> yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah, gross. dudes. Um, um, okay, so um, any final thoughts? Oh, I just think this is terrific. I really enjoyed this. I, I loved I mean, it. I, yeah, I guess I didn't really think it was like, I don't know. I'm thinking about that scene that I thought maybe was sexy. My hormones are all over the place, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I admitted really my know, scene like, that turned me on was super weird. I admitted that. That was weird. I admit it. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to be honest. Even when we played the Patricia Clarkson like audio clip, <laughs> yeah. I got a little hard. You started thinking you, you were touching your belt. Like yeah. I touched my belt and my suspenders, by the which way, is what I call my so, cock and By the way, why did they also, why did they also, why did they? <laughs> I cannot wait for that picture to hit Twitter. Um, my, my other thing was like, this movie does a, a lot of what you're saying like that. Like, hey, blah, blah, blah. oh, forget about it. Like, she, they set up this whole thing, like, guys touch their belt, and then he goes, I don't wear a belt. Why not? Make him wear a fucking belt, because then he could touch his belt. And she's like, oh, you're touching your belt. Yeah. What does well, that he mean? does. He touches his suspenders. I know, right. but why don't you just fucking put him in belts? Like, well, you just set up <laughs> they a make, premise. They, well, that's the thing is, that premise. the whole they, movie's filled with unanswered premises. And, and, and irrelevant obstacles. Yeah, irrelevant. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. obstacles that are not... Like not real. They aren't like the obstacles of a rom com of like, no. oh, she's engaged to someone else, or oh, right, no he's nothing. my boss, or oh, blah blah blah. You know, whatever it is, or even that they're competition. I mean, reading that review, I was like, are they? Wait, are they competing restaurants? Oh, is like yeah, a- you've got mail or is, yeah, 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 but they're yeah. not yeah. Like, really. He's in a high class, yeah. small guy. But also, he know. always supports the restaurant. So it wouldn't be competition. He always supports her restaurant. And yeah. her restaurant yeah. flourishes. He's Basically, not pu- from his, he's not from his confidence. It, right. He's not putting her out of business in any way. I guess I also did wonder with this belt thing like, and the whole theory behind it. Because <laughs> he didn't have a belt, but he had suspenders. And then I started to think, like, wait, do all men feel required to wear belts with suits? I do. Oh, well, not yes. suits in general, I feel. You feel required yes. to wear belts? Oh, if your pants have loops, there should be a belt in them. You, yeah, look, you uh, look like a creep. Yeah. You look like a creep if there's no belt. I don't yeah. like well, it, yeah. you don't really wear belts. I wear belts every day. Never oh, boy. <laughs> oh. That was sort of a, f- I was like, oh, I guess a lot of men but wear also, belts. I don't ever wear belts. But it's also, and it is, this is, this is the one thing I feel like the movie does get right. We wear them in order to touch them. To, to touch sig- our boner. To signify that we are yeah. thinking about getting yeah. it. 
Done. Um, no, and you're I, wearing it because just because there's a loop and you feel you have to. Yeah. It looks weird without it. No, it I looks think, weird. Yeah, I think pants. You look, look weird. incomplete. I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, you look incomplete. I don't want. I don't like it. I don't want right. it. Um, I wanted to just uh, also. Fair enough. Uh, look, if we didn't say anything, we, if you feel like we missed anything, you could definitely leave a comment on our Earwolf message board. You can also call us up, uh, which we now do do uh, on our mini episodes, and we can do do. <laughs> uh, we have all that stuff. You can find out our phone number on our Facebook page. I'm forgetting it right now. Um, I believe it's like six one nine. Ass. Yes. Paul Ass. Paul Ass. Paul Ass. Yeah. I forget what it is. Uh, but I, I will figure it out. Uh, oh, it's 619-Paul-ask. Uh, it is. 619-Paul's-tushy. And no, it's ask, <laughs> is A-S-K. Is it Paul's-tushy? We've been getting a lot. It's not Paul's-tushy. I, I bought Paul's-ass. <laughs> oh, I just run a, I run a porn site out of that, just Every, like a phone site. Just stack. give me a call at Paul's-tushy. <laughs> yeah. The Paul's new minis ass. have been really fun, and you guys have been very uh, active in it. Now, Jensen, let's yes. talk about your book. You have a book, Kanye West Owes Me 300 Bucks. Yes. Uh, just tell everybody who don't know. Give us the, the pitch. I've read this book. I actually have a, a blurb. You blurb it. Thank I blurb you. it. Yeah. It's a great, hilarious book, but Thanks. tell people the premise of it. Uh, well, when I was 19 years old, I won this radio contest here in LA. It was a battle rap every single day. I, even though I look like an accountant, I was a very good battle rapper. And and uh, I took on three to four people a day and won 43 days in a row. Uh, the champion before me, the highest ever was 10. Uh-huh. Uh, and so wow. I walked off that contest and got a million dollar record deal at Interscope Records and a half a million dollar publishing deal, it's which insane. is insane at 19 years old. You had a song on NBA Jam. On NBA Live. Oh, NBA. Yeah, yeah I would, I'll do either at this point. Uh, but I basically had an album with uh, Will I Am and the Black Eyed Peas and Redman and Fabulous and DJ Quick and Maya and a young producer Kanye West and uh, the story's strange and weird and I, I did I, I, was a, I was a fish out of water in a very weird industry for someone that looks like were me. you a crab out of water would you say <laughs> I was more of a vanilla frog if you ask me <laughs> uh, but the book is great you have amazing yeah, pictures thanks. and amazing like it's if you like hip hop in that world especially I think that was so rich in that 90s it was time. everyone's giving so much money and it was a golden era for hip hop yes. and not only that it's really just the backdrop of the book like the, the story is really about uh, sort of uh, observing something that was very strange a very certain amount of time and then hitting a, a, a sort of a dead end creatively and then and finding your way to, to have a U-turn. And I it's will say, really I haven't read it yet because Paul got a copy. He but did, yes. He's been reading it and you've been really laughing and enjoying Thanks. it. That's very and sweet to say. I've been watching you yeah. read. Thank you. Well, that's <laughs> a weird, that's really Like weird. a crab on a shelf. That is real weird. Just like you guys at home, uh, Paul reading and you just watching. <laughs> and then when he laughs, oh, that's good. What that's do you want to do tonight? I want to watch you read. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, are you having a good time at all? You haven't laughed in maybe an hour. <laughs> and you also read, you read the audiobook as I well. I do. I read my own audiobook and then I have a Shakespearean, a very serious English actor do all the lyrics. So he, he says that's like, cool. hot Carl is in the house. It's very serious and direct and, uh, and my mother has a cameo in the audiobook. It's very fun. I gotta listen to the audio. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's on Audible, which is a sponsor of many podcasts here. Maybe today. We'll yeah. see. Uh, Jason, June, you both are in Lady Dynamite. Uh, great in it. Both yes, of you. Yeah, so funny. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to play? You and Mark McGrath, former Hawk Carl collaborator. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's how they cast the show. Yeah, they were like, they whoever's, through, whoever's been with through your record. Or anything, yeah, they were like, we're looking for Maya next. <laughs> yeah, we well, check out Lady Dynamite on Netflix and Grace and Frankie's season two is also on Netflix. My mom's new favorite show. Everyone's she mom's loves new it. favorite show. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> nice. Told me, she said, June's in it. Oh, that's so she sweet. even knew. 
Um, um, you can watch. Um, it doesn't matter. You can watch the things I'm in. You can figure it out. The f- podcast fans are the best. So please listen yes, to all you. the other podcasts that we do. And leave I just did. Um, I didn't mean to yeah. slam on commenters. Oh no, no, not at all. Uh, I, I just did yeah. Lauren Lapkus's podcast with special guest, which I think is super funny. Please listen to that. Listen to go. Jason go and, find and I are both on the Anna Ferris podcast, which is super oh yeah, fun. unqualified yeah. Anna Ferris's podcast, which is fantastic. Go yeah, really go fun. if you like this show, go find us on other shows and, like and, Doughboys. And, I'll be on Doughboys. Boys this I week. did that like oh, oh, nice. last month and I they're, loved it. They're yeah. the best. They're the best. It's what how you does get made for fast food? I can't tell you. Uh, I did Yoshinoya. Oh God. Oh Jim. <laughs> um, a big a big thank you to everybody who helps make this show. Engineer Sam, thank you so much. Uh, Boo. Big thank you to Leanna Waldron, <laughs> Sam, Avril Halley, uh, Nate Kylie, uh, and uh, Marissa Zeitz. So many great people that help us out here at Earwolf. Thank you so much. Uh, join us on the mini episode next week. We'll tell you what to watch in the week after that. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Look, I get it. There's tons of new music, movies, TV shows. They're so hard to keep track of. But I'm going to tell you a way to keep track of the best of everything that you should be listening to, reading, or doing. And that is a podcast I love called The Dinner Party Download. I love The Dinner Party Download. These guys are great. I've actually been on it. It's like a fast, funny cheat sheet full of terrific music playlist recommendations and actual good movies that you shouldn't miss. Uh, they have amazing people on the show like Amy Schumer, uh, Pharrell Williams, Viola Davis. Go check out The Dinner Party Download on iTunes. Choose any episode because they're all great, and every show has the smartest recommendations that you – it will actually make you a smarter, better-informed person and – when you dig it, just subscribe to it. You'll be glad that you did. I would say just get the recent episode because that's the most topical. I love the Dinner Party download, and I think you will too. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Forget about the pressure. Of New Year's, yo, I'm going to change everything. Eh, No, 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 no. Peloton is going to make it easier for you to create and keep a fitness goal by buying a bike or a bike plus and getting two months free of Peloton's all access membership. I love the Peloton. Here's the thing. When I first started with the Peloton bike, I was at the beginner level. June, way more advanced. And I started to love it. I got better at it and I could listen to great music with instructors that were fun and that actually kept me motivated. Shop Peloton's limited time offers at onepeloton.com slash deals terms apply. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, here's the thing. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I mean, would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? What if you took that extra hour and gave it to yourself, right? Therapy can be that time that you take. It's that moment that you give yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers.